Hi, and welcome to the LaShaw Studio Podcast for the Fujifilm GFX Camera System. This is Season 2 and Episode 1. And in this episode, later in this podcast, we're going to be talking about the GF 100-200mm to f5.6 lens. And I'm going to be talking to another photographer that has a GFX camera system that loves this lens as much as I do. The main hesitation that I see from photographers that use the GFX camera system when they're talking about the 100 to 200 is always the f5.6 aperture. And I always tell photographers, you're on the medium format camera system. Your sensor is 68% larger than a full frame. So if you're in a low light situation, you're going to struggle uh, using this lens. And this lens is not designed for low light situations. But if you're worried about uh, background separation and subject isolation. Uh, when you shoot at f5.6 with this lens, because the sensor is 68% larger, you're going to have a better bokeh, a better blurriness than you would if you use a full frame at f4. And I know uh, people that use full frame uh, systems will not hesitate to buy a telephoto lens that is at f4 uh, because they know they get great results using that f4 lens so just think of the gf 100 to 200 f5.6 that the results are going to look better than if you had a 70 to 200 f4 lens we're just getting started so hang out with us for a little while And now, welcome our special guest. Hi, this is Marcus, and I would like to welcome my special guest to my podcast for the GFX camera system, and we're talking about the GF 100 to 200. Welcome, Janice. Thanks for having me, Marcus. It's a pleasure to be here. The pleasure's all mine. I'm excited to have you here, so let's just dive right in. Can you tell us a bit about your experience with using the GF 100-200. Absolutely. I've been using the GF 100-200 f5.6 lens for about six months now, and it's quickly become one of my go-to lenses. The image quality is superb, and the versatility it offers makes it perfect for a variety of photography situations, from landscapes to portraits. Okay, Janice, can you tell us what camera system you were using and what lens you were using that was equivalent to the GF 100 to 200? Sure. I'm coming from Canon, so I'm referring to the EF70 200mm f4 lens. I used to use Canon myself. Really? When did you use Canon? I used Canon about three years ago. I was using the 5D Mark IV, the 5DS, and the EOS R. What are some of the things you like about the GF 100 to 200 f5.6? Well, first of all, the build quality is outstanding. It's a solid, well-made lens, and the weather-resistant design means you can shoot in various conditions without worrying about damaging the lens. The autofocus is quick and accurate, and the image stabilization is also impressive, allowing me to shoot handheld even at slower shutter speeds. What is your impression or what are your feelings on the widest aperture of this lens being only f5.6? It's really not an issue at all. As you stated in a couple of your previous episodes, the GFX sensor is 68% larger than a full-frame sensor. Yeah, that, that's large. I mean, that's huge. And I don't understand why the people that put out a lot of these videos on YouTube just 
don't grasp or don't put that information out when they're referring to or when they're comparing a full frame to a uh, medium format camera, either with Hasselblad. Hasselblad? Shame on you, Marcus. Now, come on, Jan. we got to show some love for Hasselblad. It's got the same sensor as the GFX camera system. And DxO doesn't rate the uh, Fujifilm cameras. They, we can only get a rating for our sensor based upon the Hasselblad and the um, and the Pentax. I so, you, you know, let's show some love where love is due. That's very true. And I loved my Canon EF 7200 f4 lens, the Mark II version with the stabilization, and the GF 100-200 background rendering is slightly better. Yep. So now I don't see any issues with this lens when it's compared to its full frame equivalent, but you know, people like what they like. That's true. And the fear of the unknown is a real thing. That's very true. Let's talk about some specific situations where you found this lens to be useful. Can you share some examples of that? Sure. I recently took a trip to Sequoia National Park where I was able to capture stunning landscapes with the GF 100-200 millimeter. The zoom range allowed me to frame my shots perfectly, whether I was capturing wide areas or focusing on specific elements within the landscape. And the compression is just mind-blowing. Another time, I was photographing an outdoor portrait session, and the lens allowed me to capture intimate, candid moments and stunning portraits without being too obtrusive. I am still using the GFX 50S. I'm looking to upgrade to the GFX 100S by the end of the year. Yeah, I'm currently using the GFX uh, 50S Mark II and I have the GFX 50R and the 50R I like to use that for more like street photography because of the uh, rangefinder style body that it has but having that stabilization in a medium format camera really comes in handy and so I'm looking forward to actually going to the GFX 100S as well by the end of the year so are you going to sell your GFX 50R? I don't know I don't think I'm going to sell it because it's my um, digital panoramic camera. Um, if you listen to one of my previous podcasts, I was actually referring to that camera that they have out there, Fuji and Hasselblad actually created together, which is the X-Pan 1. So this is my digital version of that, and I like using it. So hopefully I don't have to. What would you say are some challenges or some limitations that you've encountered while using this lens? One of the main limitations is the f5.6 aperture. In low light situations, you'll need to bump up the ISO to maintain a fast enough shutter speed, which can result in increased noise. However, I've found that the image quality is still excellent, even at higher ISO settings. Another thing to note is the size and weight of the lens, but that's to be expected with a high quality zoom lens like this. But coming from a full frame camera system, you'll find yourself imposing limits on the GFX camera system that you shouldn't. Yes, I can see that because of the term full-frame equivalency. They use that with all the cameras, and it's got the impression that the full-frame is the standard, and that's not the truth at all. It's just more people use a full-frame, and it's easier to give a full-frame equivalency of a camera. So if people wanted to switch, they would know what lenses and what things that they're actually going to be using. I can definitely see people adding that limitation when in fact when you look at the dynamic range compared to a full frame it's not even close. You are so right Marcus. The dynamic range on this camera system is so much better than 
from what I've experienced while using the Canon full-frame cameras, and that was one of the main reasons why I purchased the GFS50S. Don't go jumping around to other channels, we got more in store for you, so sit back and enjoy. Do you have any tips or advice for photographers who's considering investing in the GFX 100-200 f5.6 lens? Absolutely. First, I'd say it's essential to understand your shooting style and the types of photography you'll be doing. This lens is versatile, but if you primarily shoot in low-light situations, you may want to consider a faster prime lens instead. Secondly, practice with the lens to get a feel for its capabilities and limitations. Finally, don't be afraid to push the lens to its limits. You'll be surprised at the incredible images you can create with it. That is so true. Uh, do you have any lenses that you're looking at or anything that you've put on your wish list for the GFX camera system? Well, I'm always looking for new lenses to expand my creative options. I've been considering the GF 45mm f2.8 for its wide-angle capabilities, and the GF 110mm f2 for its stunning bokeh and portrait potential. But for now, the GF 250mm f4 is definitely at the top of my wish list. Yeah, that's the big boy there. That's uh, $3,200 worth of lens, but it's worth every penny of it. One thing that we have to do as photographers, we have to keep exploring, keep pushing the boundaries, and keep expanding our gear, and lenses is at the top of the thing. Absolutely, Marcus. It's important to keep exploring and pushing our boundaries as photographers, and having the right gear is a big part of that. What photography projects do you have planned this year? I've noticed that you've been very busy with some of your photography projects. Gotta stay busy as much as possible. And let me just say this to you, your digital darkroom skills are absolutely amazing. Thank you. I got a New York trip scheduled for this year. I'm going to be going to some other places like to Sequoia, like what you did. I'm going to be going to Chicago, taking the Amtrak for the experience and, for, and actually record that. I got about eight photography projects I got planned for this year. I'm expanding shooting in my studio and getting more business. So I'm trying to stay busy. I'd like to thank you, Jan, for coming on this podcast, for doing it over the telephone. We've been trying to get this going for a while. So thanks so much for coming on. Thank you, Marcus. It's been a pleasure talking with you, my Fuji brother. Oh, excuse me, Fuji priest. <laughs> okay, that'll work too. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. We are committed to bringing you great information on the Fujifilm GFX camera system.